Welcome to another episode of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the inter- internet. Today is January 27, 2020. Um, I got about five different segment, segments here for this ep- episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, first, I'm going to start with stadium experience versus 4K at home. And this is what I wrote about that. Stadium experience versus the 4K experience at home. Um, stadium experience will always be unique because you you get to see things that the viewers at home don't get to see. The atmosphere at Doe Campbell Stadium when it's rocking is like no other. You get to see the players up close and personal, and you soon realize that these are some big guys. Um, the downside to the stadium ex- experience is the elements, heat, cold, rain, snow, etc. Uh, sometimes you have to deal with obnoxious fans, drunk fans, rude fans. Sometimes it's not the best environment for kids. Watching the game at home in high definition, 1080p, 720p, 4K, whatever you have is priceless. No lines for concessions, no travel, no rude or, or obnoxious fans. I'm sitting in my favorite chair. I'm comfortable. I got climate control in my home. I really don't have to. I really don't see a downside to watching the game at home uh, with the advent of high definition. You can't have. Um, you you can't have a more enjoyable uh, time. To me, the winner is the uh, high definition experience at home or 4K experience at home. Um, yeah, I just think like I like I said in my little statement there, with the advent of high definition and just you know you can get a 70 inch flat screen now for. 600 bucks you know high, uh, 4k you know brilliant uh contrast ratio and colors and everything like that i mean is it really worth getting in your car you know battling the elements you know being around other people and you know some people have manners some people don't and it's just you know very uh rude you know people can be very rude and obnoxious when it comes to you know your experience on game day so like i said the winner here is 4k let me know what you think about that segment um next up keith gavin didn't like the taggart area era is anyone surprised here (laughs) you know the truth always comes out man and this is what i wrote about that Keith Gavin, wide receiver, formerly of Florida State, did an interview after the East-West Shrine game about his uh, time at Florida State under Willie Taggart. And to no one's surprise, he basically said if Taggart was the coach while at Florida State when he was coming out of high school, he probably would have not have come to uh, Florida State. Um, He said Taggart was more concerned with being a player's coach than being a disciplinarian. Which, it, which would explain a lot of the uh, stuff we saw on the field. 
Um, I have to trust a player in this instance. Uh, Keith Gavin doesn't seem like a guy who would just badmouth a coach just for fun. Uh, Willie Taggart came to Florida State and, you know, basically messed up our streets, the winning streak, the bowl streak, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I just, um, you know, it was just a bad hire. And, you know, sometimes you go through that as a program. But I, I just think when players start speaking out against you, it's a problem. So, um, you know, hopefully Norvell can make us forget about the Willie Taggart era. I hope so. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Moving on to the next segment, which is Mike Norvell's speech to the Florida State football players. Um, Mike Norvell seems like a genuine guy, but the speech he gave off, the speech that he gave came off as a little staged to me. You know, when you're in front of cameras and you're all, you know, you're going to give a more passionate speech. But I'm not saying the guy's disingenuous. I'm just saying that it just came off as a little staged to me. Um, The Florida State football team must grind and improve in silence. I applaud the rah-rah stuff sometimes, but now isn't the time for that, in my opinion. Whooping this team into shape, into peak physical condition, should be the main objective now. Norvell should not have to motivate his players, should not have to motivate his players to do strength and conditioning. They should automatically want to get better. You save the rah-rah stuff for the big games, um, I have adopted this opinion based on being around the winningest coach in North Carolina, the winningest high school coach in North Carolina and South Carolina history. He never had to motivate players in the offseason to go hard in strength and conditioning. If you wanted to play, you automatically did that stuff. Um, you have to want to be a champion. You have to want to be in the NFL. Um, the fire comes within. Yeah, I mean, nobody's going to, nobody can motivate you to want to be a great football player. It has to come from within. You have to want it more than anybody else on the field, on the planet. And, you know, for the last two years, this team hasn't wanted it. They don't play with a sense of urgency. They don't don't play with fire. They don't play with passion. They don't say we're going to come off the ball and, and smash people in the mouth. It's a very finesse, you know, I don't care type team. That's how their play, that's what their play says to me. Um, you don't pay attention to detail. You don't know your assignments. You know, you run the wrong routes. It's just, you know, that's a reflection on the coach, really, the former coach. Um, I'm thinking Norvell is a little bit more detail-oriented than for then uh, up Taggart, I hope so, at least. Um, so we'll see, man. All right, and my next segment is uh, I hope you enjoyed that segment. And my next segment is entitled George Kettle versus Travis Kelsey. Who wins? This is of course the Super Bowl Fifty Four uh, matchup of the tight ends, and this is what I wrote about that. Arguably the two best tight ends in the game today. Um, I think the Honey Badger will be 
uh, tasked with uh, covering George Kettle and Jaquesky Tart will be the man checking Travis Kelsey most of the game. Uh, most Both defenses play a lot of zones, so they might not be in man-to-man that much, but usually the strong safety is the one who is tasked with covering the tight ends. Um, you know, I see both guys having big games. Um, I would give the slight edge to Kelsey because he has more weapons around him. Um The San Francisco 49ers have faster linebackers than um, Kansas City Chiefs, so it might be a little harder for Kelsey to um, have a humongous game. Uh, Fred Warner ran step-for-step with Jimmy Graham in the NFC Championship game. Um, I think Jimmy Graham and Travis Kelsey are basically one and the same in terms of speed. Um, It's going to be very interesting to see what – both of these guys do in the Super Bowl. Um, Kettle, on the other hand, uh, I don't see any of Kansas City's defensive backs being able to cover him one-on-one because he's so physical. I mean, you've seen what he did in the New Orleans game. He basically dragged the whole secondary down the field. <laughs> um, I think it will take a team effort to stop him if he gets going. And plus, he's lights out in the running game. Um so I have to give the I have to declare that the winner is George Kettle um, He's a phenomenal talent um, Great pass receiver Great run blocker I mean he's a complete tight end uh, Whereas Kelsey is just a great receiver He's not a great run blocker um, But I think both guys Like I said in the beginning Are going to have great games So let me know what you think about that segment And my last and final segment Is going to be uh, the third edition of one-liners and I got some interesting stuff here and I'm just going to read it off now for those of you who don't know what one-liners is it's just random thoughts it's usually just one sentence and I just you know whatever comes to my mind it can be sports entertainment food everything anything um, so here we go the San Francisco 49ers will defeat the Kansas City Chiefs 38-35 in Super Bowl 54. Zachary Evans, the number one running back in the nation, will choose Tennessee. Um, James Blackman will be the 2020 opening starter at West Virginia. Malachi Weidman, the wide receiver, does not come to Florida State. Trey Young wins the NBA All-Star MVP. Uh, Taylor Hill from the WNBA is a beautiful woman. Floyd Mayweather stays retired forever, I hope. Khabib will destroy Conor McGregor in a rematch. Deontay Wilder is going to win his fight by knockout next month. Tom Brady goes to the L.A. Chargers. Marcus Mariota goes to the Patriots. Denny Hamlin wins the Daytona 500. Florida State basketball makes it to the Final Four. 
Florida State football finishes with a top 15 class for 2020. The Houston, the Houston Astros should have been stripped of their World Series championship. Darrell Revis is a hater for coming at Richard Sherman like that. The XFL will flop again. It's time for Serena Williams to retire. The new Mark Wahlberg movie looks awesome. Pro wrestling isn't the same as it used to be back in the day. Tried that new Popeye's chicken sandwich. It's overrated. I hope the PlayStation 5 doesn't suck. Life without football sucks. Why do people always have to be negative? Norvell, please don't do multiple uniforms. Super Bowl commercials are overrated. I never watch Super Bowl Hype Week. BYU should be in the Pac-12. San Diego State is a sleeping giant in hoops and football. Whatever happened to college football video games? In particular, the one that was supposed to be coming out in uh, this year or next year. Um... Deion Sanders is the greatest corner ever. He is better than Darrell Revis. Um, Jameis Winston will play for the... uh, I really didn't pick a team. Just random thoughts here. I think he'll go to... mm, I think he's going to stay in Tampa. That's what I think. Uh, boxing other than the welterweight division is overrated Anthony Joshua is scared of Deontay Wilder and my last one I think the San Francisco 49ers will get back to the Super Bowl next year alright that's going to do it for this episode I hope you enjoyed it um, it's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. And if you're listening to this, also available on YouTube, excuse me. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, please go down to the description, click on one of the links, rate, review, and subscribe. I do appreciate the loyal listeners who listen to this podcast every day. And as always, go knows.